Hi, everyone. We are really fortunate to have two guests today to share their journey of rebranding their organization. And not just any organization, but an organization that had been around since the 1800s. So I'm very pleased to welcome the president and CEO of Michigan Humane, Matt Pepper, his colleague and vice president of communications, Tom Baratek. Welcome both of you. So happy to have you. How are you doing? Doing well, Catherine. How are you? Good. Excellent. Excellent. So this has been quite an undertaking. Uh, just rebranding an organization is never for the faint of heart, but you decided to do it in the middle of a global pandemic and for an organization that has been around since the 1800s. What kind of pressure did that put on your shoulders? So first of all, when we think about this being, being applied in a, in a global pandemic, this has actually been years in the making. Uh, we've been working on this for the past three to four years. I'm really trying to determine who we are as an organization and frankly, who we are as an industry and what we can be, the vision that we have for ourselves in a community like Detroit in Southeast Michigan. And what we realized is that um, we're, we're, not, uh, we're not leaving behind our former selves. We're building on a 143 year legacy towards greater things. So this has really been, been years in the making and it's about uh, developing a stronger relationship with the community. It's about uh, a commitment to being an inclusive organization so that everyone in the community feels like they can be a part of this. And it really is about elevating our role in this community beyond simply just a great place to adopt a dog. It's about being a critical part of the quality of life for everyone, people and pets in the community. So frankly, when it seemed like a, a global pandemic was when we rolled it out, it's been a long time uh, in the making. And again, a brand is more than a logo. It's, it's, it's more than a statement. It's really who you are and what we realized through this exercise, is this is already who we were and we're just catching up. Oh, I really like that explanation. Tom, is this the first big rebrand you've been a part of or have you had to travel this journey before? Uh, I, I have traveled this journey before, uh, although I played a much bigger part in this rebrand. Uh, I was at um, a museum called uh, the Henry Ford uh, when mm -hmm. rebranded uh, and played a part in sort of crafting stories to sort of match this new uh, version of themselves. Um, and so that it was a it was a rocky road there, and it's actually been a, a, a more smooth road uh, here at Michigan Humane. So, talk to me a little bit, Tom, about the theory behind the emotional connection with the brand. You know, what is it? You know, when I think about branding, I always describe it as your brand is the emotional connection with your different audiences and how they connect with you. So for Michigan Humane, has your brand changed the emotional connection? Well, I, as Matt said, I think what has happened is Michigan Humane sort of captures what was already there. So we, when we initiated this process, there was a lot of sort of discovery about who we really were, right? And what we realized was that the old brand no longer fit who we were. So it's not like we um, sort of decided we're now we're going to be something entirely different. We decided we needed a brand to really match who we were. 
And the process that we took was just what you said, right? How do we elicit sort of that, that sort of in your heart or in your gut feeling uh, about the organization? And it's so important in any organization, but especially a not-for-profit, especially in the animal welfare world of sort of establishing yourself um, and, and that emotional connection. Because who you are and how you talk about who you are, um, well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's basically how you end up funding yourself, right? So if we're going to tell the story of an organization uh, that's going to move people, who's the main character of the story? And that's really what rebranding is all about, is, is establishing that main character. Um, and when we got into the process of establishing that main character, we sort of created this practical idealist or uh, what Carl Jung called the orphan. And I remember the, the organization at first said, wait a minute, do we want to identify ourselves with that? I mean, aren't we heroes or aren't we wise? And in the end, well, not only does it speak to the animals that we care for, this orphan personality, but it also speaks towards, well, some of the best stories ever told whether it's uh, Harry Potter or Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz or Luke Skywalker, all orphans who bring a community of people around them to help them get where they're going. Not only important for any uh, not-for-profit, but particularly for animal welfare, because it's all about sort of gathering this community around you that sort of shares your vision uh, and can essentially get your mission done. Matt, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, I just, I want to add on to something you said about identifying who's the hero. And, and while this is really this sort of community-based, this human focus, what this brand allows us to do is celebrate everyone as the heroes in this story. Uh, celebrate our staff and their expertise. Celebrate the people in the community. We're not here to, to, to tell people to, uh, to articulate how they have to live their lives. What we're here to do is to amplify the passion that they already have by helping fill gaps, meet them where they are, pick them up by, his, by their hand, and walk along with them towards a better community. So I, I'm really proud about what that means because it's a, this, this human-centered focus, but it doesn't mean we're abandoning any of our animal welfare programs. They're only gonna continue to grow, but we're going to continue to, we're going to start to relate them to the people and the stories and the humans and the people that are behind them whether they be on our staff and our leadership, on our board, our supporters, or the people who are with these animals in the community, they're the real heroes of this story. I love that. I also love that it feels very much like the evolution of animal welfare is coming full circle. You know, many of us who are familiar with the humane movement know that it really started with caring for children and horses and you know, providing a safe place for the voiceless to find respite and care. And I really appreciate that you are taking a human-centric approach with this rebrand. And it's really almost just catching up with the work that you've already been doing. So how have you planned to share the new brand uh, in your community? Have you rolled it out in a very specific way? Tom, do you have a, a rollout plan that you've implemented? Yes, yeah, so that's something that changed. Uh, so we initially had a rollout plan that had a, uh, had a, had a budget attached to it uh, so we could make sure that we made as big a splash as, as we possibly could for an organization of our size uh, and get the word out as soon as possible. Well, then the pandemic hit 
uh, and there were a certain amount of economic realities. And I, I remember, well, it made, we talked about it, it made complete sense to sort of delay um, sort of launching this brand um, because it just wasn't the time, right? It wasn't what, what people were focused on. And then as, as, as cases led up, especially in our state here in Michigan, um, there's sort of a, a little bit of glimmer of hope, a little bit of space uh, where it kind of made sense. Another thing that made it make sense was it was just who we were and how we were serving the community. So we couldn't help but talk about how the work we were doing and tell stories in a way that sort of aligned with our existing brand. So we knew it was time. The only catch was that budget that was attached to it, right? So we are facing a certain amount of reality that many organizations uh, throughout the, the country and really worldwide are facing. Um, so uh, I was issued the challenge of launching a brand um, at almost zero dollars. Uh, so again, uh, we, we're doing this, a lot of it digitally, replacing a lot of things as they need to be replaced. So we got a, we got a lot of help from some media partners, uh, TV, and radio, and newspapers uh, to sort of help us create some excitement. Um, but so far, we've been sticking to that uh, no new money. So uniforms will be replaced as, uh, as they would be replaced going into the year, um, as, as just, again, just as we would normally pay for things. So zero dollars was a big challenge. Thanks a lot, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> well, and I think you're being very smart about it, given the current economic climate and everything that's happened with the pandemic. It's, it's thoughtful and it demonstrates you know, proper stewardship of donated funds. So I applaud you for doing that and definitely makes it a little more challenging, but I think it might be a little bit more rewarding to see the organic response that you'll receive, um, not only from your constituents, but also throughout animal welfare. So Matt, I have to ask you, have you had any colleagues throughout the country reach out and say, wow, this is a whole new look and we love it. I, I really have, and it's been it's been really humbling to see some of the people that I consider my mentors and uh, so much respect for, you know, point to this and say, you know what, the, the, and what's more important is they're talking about the philosophy behind the brand. Tell people to look at that and say, you're heading in the right direction. Uh, that's that's important to me, and that validates the direction that we're moving. I mean, something as simple as removing society from our name. You know, it worked for 143 years, but at its core, it was an exclusive membership-based society. And that's not who this world is anymore. That's not who we want to be. We want to be something that everyone in this community feels like they're a part of and has access to. So I, I feel like flipping things around, not simply focusing on uh, the animals in the shelter, but focusing on every animal in the community is our problem. And our, our, we have an obligation to help those families and those animals. I'm really excited to hear the feedback from around the country that, that we're on the right track. And it's, um, it, feels, it feels good to hear that validation. I'm sure it does. I, I just congratulate you both. It was, I think, a fantastic rebrand. I was very impressed. And I also want to know, how, the, how has the staff responded and your volunteers? What are their thoughts? Uh, so, so far, so good. It, it, part of it seemed a little natural because honestly we had sort of been working on the brand and the language it had made its way into our service commitment uh, so we wrote a service commitment that focuses both on people and animals um, it has been sort of the heart of training uh, and how we sort of are bringing staff along so that it kind of made sense so it, it was sort of a 
a, a logical period at the end of a sentence, I think, for a lot of folks. Um, and, you know, they're all excited to get new clothing. So that's, you know, it's, that happens. Uh, we're, we're waiting on that. Matt? Yeah, I'd agree with it. I think overwhelmingly, our staff at first was sort of hesitant to change. You know, this is a 143-year-old organization. It's working, so why would we change it? But then as we started to evolve in the way we talked about ourselves, as they started to see the evolution of our services, as they started to see the impact that it had on the individual families we were trying to support, because sometimes when you, when you, when you help as many people and as many animals as we do, the individual stories get lost in the numbers. But when we start to tell those stories and people feel a part of them, I think they really got on board with what we were trying to accomplish. So I think right now the general feeling is, is, uh, is excitement for the future. I think it's, it's still the unknown. I mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So I think every one of us is trying to figure out the future, but the pandemic and how we responded to it only further validated the brand. I mean, I'm thinking about work like our pet food pantry. We're on pace to, to deliver almost a million pounds dog and cat food to, to families in need and each one of those represents a story somebody who's a hero somebody who wants to be the person that their animal thinks they are their pet thinks they are and we can give them the opportunity to do that and again amplify the passion that's already there i like that i like that so if an organization a colleague someone were to call tom and ask you how do you survive a rebrand and actually thrive afterwards what advice would you offer to your colleagues in the world of nonprofit marketing well first of all i think a lot of the success of the rebrand came in doing the due diligence of the research up ahead so that would be my my biggest advice um then as the brand was created, we engaged a lot of those big audiences, our board, our donors, the staff. And then as it begins to launch, each of them become champions of the brand. So you have to engage each of those, each of those audiences. So um, we had a specific staff rollout. We had for our philanthropy team, we had a service uh, rollout for front facing staff. We had, uh, we even had a stage where we were calling all high level donors to have a conversation about this is what's come down the pike. This is why we're, why we're doing it. Uh, so when they saw new colors and a new logo, and for us, a new name, uh, it didn't come as a shock. It completely made sense to them, and it sort of fit into the puzzle, right? Because we didn't do a big surprise. We sort of revealed it to all these key audiences first, and then the public heard about it. Um, so that would be my biggest advice, is sort of pulling together your organization's leadership, staff, donors, uh, and your board, uh, make them part of the process, right? Because it'll only make it better uh, and it'll make it go easier for you too. That sounds like great advice. Matt, how did your board respond to the rebrand? So I think that the board in general was really, really excited about it. I think they saw it as a focus on uh, human-centered work, on community-based work. And, and right now we have a really, really engaged board. Which, which shares that focus for us. They share that vision that we can be bigger than we were. We can be more impactful and a bigger, more critical part of these big conversations involving public health, public safety, and again, the quality of life for everyone, people and pets. So our board, I think, was, was really connected to this organization of, of 143 years, but I think shared our excitement that this can be a platform that we can celebrate our past and use that as a foundation for what we're doing now into the future. 
So congratulations to everyone at Michigan Humane. It's a, such a pleasure to speak with you both today. Do you have any parting words of wisdom, Tom? You know, I think the biggest thing that I learned throughout the process is that, you know, our, our animals are only as healthy and as safe as the communities in which they live. So it has re-energized, I think, our organization, this commitment uh, to the community as well as the animals that live in them. Uh, and it's re-energized me too. So I don't know if that's advice, um, but a rebranding can, I think, re-energize an organization and the individuals that work there if, they, if it truly is the right brand. If your message is authentic and your brand is authentic and it's a true representation of your commitment and your passion, you can't go wrong. So have, have it be authentic, have it be who you are, who your organization is from top to bottom, inside and out, uh, and things will go smoothly. Wonderful. Well, thank you both for taking time today to share this exciting news with all of us. And we can't wait to see some of those new clothing lines that are going to come out. So congratulations again. And thanks for all the amazing work being done at Michigan Humane and in the state of Michigan. So all my best to you and talk to you soon. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, all Catherine. Right.